At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Tuesday morning, too. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, DK Network, Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin live from Bar Canada at the D here in downtown Las Vegas. Um, what a night. Doubleheader, football, baseball results. We'll talk baseball with Mark Borchard coming up later on the show. Todd Wright will join us to talk Survivor. He's doing a Survivor pod this year, um, so we'll talk to him about that. We have our power rankings updated. Mm-hmm. Let me just say 9 and 10 are a little difficult, 10 especially. It's a big change from week one. Week one it was like, how do you fit all these good teams in the the top ten? I only had two differences. Well, my omissions turned out to be okay in week one. And uh, we also want to do, because we touched on this yesterday about last team to win a football game. So last remaining winless team, last remaining undefeated team. We want to take a look at those markets uh, because we talked about yesterday how the Cardinals look to be the overwhelming favorites in the last winless team market now that they've banked, quote-unquote, two losses as you look at their schedule moving forward. But there's some other ideas that I think uh, I have on both, and maybe you do as well, Mm -hmm. or at least least an analysis of that market. Uh, We'll do that as well. Uh, I want to say something. There's so much I want to say about the NFL, too, because I'm hearing some things out there. We want to touch on this one bet that some folks made. Uh, First, though, last night, the doubleheader in the National Football League. Uh, We'll get another doubleheader this coming Monday as well. We have a few of these this year. New Orleans at Carolina last night. New Orleans gets it done. Kelly, they only get it done. By the way, did I say hello to you this morning? Was that very rude of me? No, you didn't. Hello, Kelly Bidlin. You know I just chime in anyways. Come on. (laughs) Still. Just I overran it. How great was the doubleheader, though? Because this this game that you're talking about sucked. Sucked. So it was great to have yes. another option to go to. Yes. Well, New Orleans, Carolina, the game that, and let's, re- let's repeat that, sucked. Sucked. Uh, Carolina ends up losing by only three. New Orleans wins it 20-17 uh, to 17, as the old back door was open. Most people, this was the push in the end, but I will say this. I mean, this is a testament to the power of shopping. Treasure Island, let's just use Vegas uh, casinos. Treasure Island had Carolina plus three and a half, little old Treasure Island down there. They had plus three and a half. The South Point, my mishpucha, Chrissy Andrews, um, they went to three and a half in this game for about 90 seconds at 2.30 p.m. Pacific yesterday, and people crashed that for 90 seconds. That could not have been too fun for Chrissy and those guys um that's the power of of shopping so uh, I'm sure they took some huge bets at that point listen it's one of those things too where this is such plinko the the Saints defense who held all game long then they go into this prevent mode 
Uh, Carolina goes 75 yards down the stretch. Bryce to Thielen from three out. Then a two-point conversion from Bryce Young to Thielen. 20-17, to 17, uh, the onside kick failed, and the game was over basically at that point when New Orleans ran out the clock. The, the biggest play of that game needs to be talked about, though, which was it's a 6-6 it's a game. Eddie Pinheiro just hit, kicked a 54-yard field goal for Carolina. It's third and seven at the New Orleans 28 for the Saints. 7.22 left in the third quarter. Derek Carr deep to Chris Olave on the left sideline, on the far sideline from our vantage point. For 42 yards, Olave catches it diving off the bounce. He keeps his concentration, corrals the football, then gets up and spikes it. And fortunately for the Saints, the ball then goes out of bounds because Carolina, <laughs> one of the Carolina defenders, was trying to grab the ball. And by the way, seven plays later, then Tony Jones Jr., kid off the practice squad, goes in from two, and New Orleans leads for good at that point. Um, but that was, and, and I'm, I'm told, because I didn't have the audio on, I'm told Bucket Aikman said nothing, said nothing, but literally the entire game could have flipped on Olave with this unbelievable catch, then getting up and just spiking the ball for no reason. Yeah, no that, whistle. That was uh, I saw it. Didn't have the audio on, but saw it. Yeah, that that was a big one. It was a night full of uh, some disastrous decisions and uh, terrible, terrible turnovers and plays. There's no doubt about that. Well, what you're referring to obviously is the, is game two. What an on-brand win for the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise. Not only their 21st in a row at home on Monday night, but bookended by two defensive touchdowns. Um, not not exactly bookended, but the very first play from scrimmage for Cleveland, obviously. Uh, Deshaun intended for Harrison Bryant. He leads him too far. It tips off Bryant, goes to Mika Fitzpatrick. He collides with Bryant. The ball bounces up. Alex Highsmith grabs it, goes 30 yards to the house, 7 to nothing. Pitt nine seconds into the game. Pittsburgh's up. The, the Steelers' offense, Kelly, never got past the 31-yard line. They only had the big play, Pickett to Pickens, 71 yards to the house, uh, late in the second quarter, or at least past the midway part, uh, mark of the second quarter. But that was their whole offense. Otherwise, they were pretty anemic. Uh, and again, and then the big play, because Cleveland had retaken the lead late, 22-19, to but second and nine at the Cleveland 20 for the Browns, 7.06 left. Highsmith involved again. He sacks Deshaun Watson. He, uh, Watson fumbles, and T.J. Watt, 17 yards of the house, and Pittsburgh held up 26 to 22 the rest of the way. Probably the most surprising thing I heard all night, first ever defensive touchdown for TJ Watt. Yeah. I knew he had, had he'd scored on special teams before, I guess, but never on defense, which yeah, is a surprise. That was a shocker, yeah, and he easily scooped and scored there, yep. Um, but the, the Pittsburgh defense, I mean, the most on-brand win ever, 26-22, and the real sort of, you know, be, beyond the fact that the Steelers get to 1-1 one and one and the Browns fall to 1-1 one and one in what is probably going to be a tight AFC North the rest of the year, the Browns lose their standout running back, Nick Chubb. And they do so uh, on the drive that eventually put Cleveland up 10-7. to That was uh, in the second quarter. It was first and goal at the eight. Five-yard runs, you know, 34 seconds into the second quarter. Injured in a replay so bad that they wouldn't even show it on Monday Night Football. And that's it. This is a guy who... Uh, who busted up his knee in 2015. I believe it was his PCL and his MCL. And yeah, all three in college. LCL, yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like there's fears. It's the exact same thing. Same again. knee. Yeah. Um, do you believe in this Monday Night Football curse that everybody's tossing out here? No. Aaron Rodgers last week. Do you know what the last game of last Monday Night game from last year was DeMar Hamlin as well? So three in a row now where it's just been awful. Yeah, I think you need, uh, like, like we talk about with trends, probably need a little bit more a to happen more of a before side. it's a curse. Yeah. Well, curse trends are a little quicker to get there, Kelly. Yeah, I think everybody knows that.
It's a curse trend. <laughs> it's a curse takeaway from from both of these two ball games anything macro man i i don't really think there's much to take away besides all four of these teams seem to be pretty much what i expected them to be i, I mean do the steelers really win that game uh you know if nick chubb goes out you don't get two defensive touchdowns i don't really know um you know but like you say it all the time this game's all about turnovers like three point per, uh, percentage That's in the nba all you need to know is two i mean you told you if i told you two defensive touchdowns we would have no, already known the result of this game today i mean that it doesn't take away the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense is is really really battling some troubles right now look that cleveland browns defense is great but um, you know, I, do either one of them have enough enough offense to really carry these teams into the playoffs? Is the question mark? I, I think I think even if you had lost this game, but you still had Nick Chubb available, you'd be still feeling good if you're the Cleveland Browns. I think Browns. that's a great point. But it's a du- but it's a double loss, good. right? You although lost Jerome, a division game. Although then, Jerome Ford was great in his stead, but no one thinks that he's as good as Nick Chubb. I, I mean, guess. was he though? Right? He had that one. He had that one like seventy yard carry. Yeah, and then but then it's he had like, a, he had another one that was great too. He had two really solid Russell, like plays. take away those couple chunk yeah. plays though. And it's a bunch of small yardage games. But your point about the Steelers, I mean, I think the Steelers thing is right, right? 255 total yards, 70 on that one play. Mm-hmm. So really, you're sub 200 I without mean, that. You never got into the red zone. You never got to the 30. <laughs> to the 30? You never got to the 30. And, what and was the, uh, they lost seven yards in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Pickett, I mean, the jury is still very much out there. Maybe it's the play calling. I don't know. I was mentioning to folks last night, Najee Harris, I want him li- I want to like him Dude, more. You know I'm a big fan, and yeah. it's like, where, what's happening, man? Great kid, by the way. Um, so that's it, and uh, we have one additional team now to the 2 and 0s, the New Orleans Saints, one additional team to the 0-2s. Carolina, we'll talk about again. Those two markets, last undefeated, last winless teams here in a moment. Uh, a couple other things I just want to mention from week two. One is this notion, because we talked about it on Guessing Lines yesterday, the Rams kicking the field goal at the end of that game against the Niners, which gave the Rams the cover, but honestly was sort of, and we talked about it, we were like, why are you kicking the field goal there? It makes no sense. And we sort of left it at that. And what I'm hearing from folks (laughs) through through the verse, right, Twitter verse, media verse, whatever is, they think it's one of two things. One, he knew the spread and actually wanted to cover. Yeah. Or two, he was doing it for tiebreaker purposes. I would like to propose a third option for everybody out there because I know we're in this world where everybody loves a good conspiracy and we're so close to the sun on betting and, and gambling that we're convinced anything that happens that way is something nefarious. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Option three is this. He just botched scoring twice, right? He needed to score twice. They were down 10. He's the clock was going. He's calling players. He's calling plays. And in the end, he intended to do a field goal and a touchdown or a touchdown first and a field goal. And the way it worked out, too much time ran off the clock. They weren't exactly close enough to kick a touchdown. And he just kind of went through with it even though it was brain dead at so, that point. Like, I just don't think everything's a conspiracy. Okay, okay. A, I'm always that guy to try to calm people down, like, well, okay, whoa, whoa, yeah. there's no conspiracy here, okay? Do I think you are right? Yes, I think you're right. right. I, th- I think that I think that McVeigh was just lost sort, lost count of time and lost, that, lost control of this game near the end and didn't even know what to do with four seconds and just ran out the field goal team. I really want to believe that there was no more thought in it than just that. That it was like, all right, well, if you screwed this up, I do run out there. I do but, believe it. But, Gil, of, of, of all the weird things I've seen in the NFL that involve a point spread, man, is this one way up there. 
Every, we're like, what? You, what were you? But, you had no chance to win the but game. But let's say the point spread wasn't that. Let's say it wasn't seven and a half, right? Let's say it was. Uh, let's say it was in this case six and a half. Sure, right? He still needs two scores. Yeah, he still needs two but scores. But the difference is, is he's thrown out the offense instead of the field goal. No, that's unit. but that's my point. He would have done the exact same thing. He would have done the exact we'll, same we'll thing. We'll never know. We'll never know. But my point is, is that everybody thinks they know, and they're jumping to that conclusion. That, and I'm just not willing. Like we're <laughs> giving these guys so much credit. I hate that you're making me this guy. You're the conspiracy guy. You're making me be this guy. Kelly, Kelly Bidley, conspiracy guy. Everybody. I think you're right, but I, I'm going to say we'll never know if he would have ran out the offense. And because we'll never know, everybody gets to talk about it like it's some massive conspiracy. Uh, we'll come back. <laughs> last winless, last undefeated. Those markets are fascinating. We'll look at the schedules, and oh boy, did FanDuel lose some money? That's next. Numbers gave Visa the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you this football season to start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up now and save 10% off a VSIN Pro annual subscription when you use promo code ANG. Kelly, we're trying to win a contest here. That's right. Apparently. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily best bets with the leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand, betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, plus betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access. Remember to use promo code ANG to save 10% off a VEASAN Pro annual subscription today. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. The Bear Chris Felica has tweeted. He said, uh, slot machine's going crazy today. The D giving away that money. Gil, Kelly, VEASAN, can we please get this man a studio to broadcast from? That's it, Kelly. I'm texting Derek. No one else will. I'm going to have to pull the Derek card. That's what's going to happen. Text forthcoming. Um, two things. One, do you have someone in your life that is just ridiculously obsessed with fantasy football to the point where you question this person's sanity? Oh, yeah. It's amazing to me in this day and age that people are still like that, me too. I guess. Me but too, because we're so close to the sun on betting right. that fantasy seems... 
comical to us. <laughs> right. I, I don't I mean don't, to disparage. I don't, yeah, I don't right, mean to don't. disparage because a lot of people love yeah, fantasy. Yeah. I played fantasy for dec for decades. Don't get me wrong. But at some point, I had to slough something off. Right? Fantasy was what I sloughed off. Well, I have a friend who is in his mid fifties. Mid fifties. Mm. He is a very important person in the side of the world that he is. He is. I, I won't even. I won't even give details because I don't want him to be identified. He. Every year, when something doesn't go his way in his multiple fantasy leagues, says, that's it, I'm never playing fantasy again. And of course, every year, he plays fantasy again. He has Nick Chubb on multiple teams. He literally sent notes to all the commissioners of all the leagues he's in. He said, that's it, I'm out. I put in way much, way more than I get back. Literally taking his toys and going home. Oh, my gosh. That is, uh, oh that is great. Yeah, I, I think there's someone like that in, in every league. Are you kidding me? I, I had a friend telling me telling me about his league this summer, and he's like, yeah, the winner, he's like, the winner every year gets to be the commissioner next year. And I'm like, wait, that sounds like a punishment. Like, have you ever been a commissioner <laughs> of one of these oh, leagues? It's not, the biggest pain in the ass Todd, in the world. Not Todd Wright, who's coming up on the show. Todd Wright rules his, his uh, he commissions, he likes to say, he commissions his leagues with an iron fist. So you're talking about, like, taking time? Like, to commission, like, be the commissioner of uh, any fantasy league is, like, it. another part-time job. Forget and, it. Like, I could never do fantasy again because... Like, okay, I think you got to play everything right, right? So, like, if you're going to play fantasy right, you've got to be right when the waiver wire hits. You better be standing by your computer. And I'm sorry, I just don't have time for that. What about the complaints? Oh, I can't believe you let this trade go <laughs> exactly. through. I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't care. You have to take votes throughout the league. I was, I was, you can't reach Bob, who's still in the office. Sorry, you know what I mean? I was watching Murder, She Wrote when you <laughs> sent that to me. I apologize. Um, FanDuel, before we get to our markets here, the last winless, last undefeated. Did you see this? And we were texting about this market on Sunday. But FanDuel put up a market on Sunday. This is every team to make a field goal in the 1 and 4 p.m. and 4.25 p.m. Eastern window. So all the day games on Sunday. Those two windows. Every team to make a field goal. Do you know what odds they put up on that? 200 to 1. 200 to 1. Now, by comparison... DraftKings had that same market at 30 to 1. So some savvy betters. I see you, JD, from uh, from that from the Discord that uh, we're all familiar with, Gold Boys. I see you, JD. Yeah, yeah. He exploited it. It hit. By the way, it got as low as 130 to 1 at, at FanDuel. Didn't get any lower than that. He personally made out. By the way, it happened. Every team kicked a field goal. He personally made out with their estimate, and this is an estimate that I'm, that I'm reading about here, with 318300 himself, but it cost FanDuel a total of $20 million. FanDuel's talking about it on Twitter. They're like, hey, look at us. We're giving away $20 million. And in the articles that I'm reading, they're pointing out, you know, they're pointing out that the Jets, you know, the betters can thank the Jets, who had a first down at the Dallas 21, but a Zach Wilson spike on second and five forced a conservative throwaway, which was nearly picked and then on th on third down, and then on fourth down, fill-in uh, fill kicker Austin Seibert uh, nailed a 34-yard field goal, and the bet was now easily within grasp. But really the biggest thing was the Giants' comeback. If the Giants were down 21 points, don't get back into the game, they never kicked the field goal in overtime, let right. alone one in yes. regulation. Yeah, yeah. So that's what put them over the top. But $20 million on that one market. Good on you. Uh, everybody, if it's you that applies, that you were part of this, for finding those, that number. Because remember, Kelly, this is always the truism. If you put out a bad number, sharp better is going to find it. So it got, so you said it got bet down to 130? 
Yeah. Because you know what my initial reaction when you sent that to me today was, oh, it's, a, it's another book that left up another zero, an extra zero. Because I've spotted that at – I've found that at every East Coast book in the country over the past two years. Where I have, I have do, prepping for this show or something, I have found a market where, uh-oh, someone added an extra zero here or, or shorted a zero. That happens too. But you said 30 to 1 at DraftKings, 200 to 1 mm-hmm. at FanDuel. That's what I said. It feels a little like there might have been an extra zero left on there. But <laughs> yeah. then you usually they usually pull that down as soon as they get a couple but bets. Exactly. Isn't that but they the, left it you've up. You've got one job. How do you not how do you not figure that out? I mean, what like I know this is a wild guess here. What do you think true odds on that that market actually are? 50 to 1 maybe? I would imagine to it's somewhere around there. Yeah. I, I guess I would think so. I don't think 30 to 1's a horrible price by DraftKings, but like anything shorter than that seems a little a little wild, but 20 to 1 it could make sense. An extra zero brings you to 200. Cost them 20 million. Let's do this. Yikes. We talked about this yesterday a bit. Uh, there are markets that are up and then they get taken down during games. They get placed back up. The last winless team, the last undefeated team. I have a bet from uh, preflop on the season. Last winless team. I have the Carolina Panthers at north of 15 to one. So Kelly, we the reason we bring this up is because. You know, we talked about this with the Cardinals. The Cardinals could very well be 2-0. and Instead, they're 0-2, having squandered, squandered two games to both Washington and the New York Giants. The Giants in even more dramatic fashion than they did week one. Well, the Cardinals are the short shot to be the last winless team, adjusted price at plus 150. And the reason for that, as we pointed out yesterday, was, good God, here are their next seven games. Home Dallas, at San Francisco, home Cincinnati, at the Rams, at the Seahawks, home Baltimore, at Cleveland. With that gauntlet, you ought to be the short shot, plus 150. And I would argue that the next three are probably in range of being accurately priced. Uh, If we can throw that back up there, guys, uh, one more time. Houston is the next one in there. Uh, you You see that Chicago is in there as well. And Denver. Yep. Those are... Two, three, and four in terms of the short shots, plus 250, plus 350, and seven to one. This at DraftKings. I still argue that the the team that should be priced right after the Cardinals, because I acknowledge the Cardinals absolutely with that gauntlet ought to be the short shot. But I would argue the team that has the most value and really should be the second choice is still my pre-flop on the Carolina Panthers, okay, yeah. which you can still get at 14 to one, not much lower than what I got it on before the season. And I said just below 16 to one. Carolina's schedule moving forward now, they're, they're going to at Seattle, Minnesota, mm-hmm. at Detroit, at Miami, by, which helps us. That that's helps a, you. That's a free, markets, yes, yes. a free bingo square. It's a free bingo square in all of this. And then it gets easy for them after the bye. But literally, them going 0-6 and then past the bye week, very much in play. Yeah, I, I, that was the only other one that jumped out to me. I, I think the Cardinals, yes, are, are the rightful short shot. Yeah. I agree with you, the pricing after them. A little, a little shaky because I think the Panther, the Panthers was the first one that jumped out to me too. For sure. And, and it's take away the schedules, right? I mean, how how sure are you that the Panthers aren't? The worst team or one of the worst teams in the NFL. I told you the reason I made this bet, besides looking at their schedule, was that I got crushed on during the draft on Bryce Young not getting on on, on C.J. Stroud not getting drafted one, and the Panthers went with Bryce Young. And my whole point was, how could you draft this kid number one? He's five foot ten at best, and I still think when I watch him play football, I'm like, I love the kid, but I don't know that he can play NFL football. 
we got to give I'm him just, time. I think there's so much But it's going to be so yeah, difficult. Now, the undefeated market was a lot more, it was a lot tougher. Oh, that's interesting that you say that. Okay, I thought there were more candidates for the 0-2. The 2-0, San Francisco, uh, they're 2-0, and their next games are home Giants, home Cardinals, before they have home Cowboys at Cleveland at Minnesota versus Cincy. So their next two games, you got to give them 4-0 right out of the box. I, the Eagles are the short shot at 2-1, to one, actually. The Niners are plus 250. By the way, the Eagles, I don't know, at Tampa home, Washington, okay. But then it's at Rams, at Jets, home, Miami. So I don't know that they're going to go much farther without possibly tripping up. If you're looking for a value play in here, because I do think that I think the Niners should be the short shot, but they're, they're almost the short shot. I think the value play is the Saints. I hate to say it. <laughs> That's the other one I wrote down, too. Yeah. I hate to say yeah. it. They're 20 to 20 1. 20 to 1. 21. They're 2 0, obviously. And after they last suck, night. too, but I know. And I don't think they're any good. I know. But they've got at Green Bay, home Tampa, at New England, at Houston, home Jacksonville, at Indianapolis, home Chicago. So if they can somehow beat Green Bay here on the road this week right. and then somehow beat New England two weeks after that, they're golden. At twenty to one. Yeah, I was uh, jotting down notes. I, I jotted down the cowboy, the Cowboys too, because if you get through that 49ers game, they could go for a while. But the, the odds are long enough. So yes, Arizona for winless, but I think again, uh, Carolina should be second, and yes, San Francisco for me uh, undefeated. But I think New Orleans should be next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Looking to be a better better? Of course you are. And tens of thousands of people have already turned to Juice Reel. That's Juice, R E E L, in the App Store. Juice Reel is not a sports book, it's a tool to help you beat the books. Juice Reel connects all of your sports betting accounts into one app, loads all your betting history, and gives you an analytical edge backed by nearly $1 billion in bets from sports bettors in all 50 states. Use that data to follow the winners and fade the losers. Don't place another bet until you've downloaded this revolutionary sports betting tool, Juice Reel. That's juice, like orange juice, like apple juice. I could go on with juices. I have a problem with the word juice when it's pluralized. Real, <laughs> R-E-E-L. It's absolutely free. Download Juice Reel to your phone or Android device today and become a better, better. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada at the D. We get tweets at beating the book. Not going to read all of these because uh, they all have a theme. Uh, 55 is the mic. He said, uh, TJ did score a touchdown against the Chiefs in the playoffs two years ago. Yeah. Uh, was that on D? I guess it was. Okay, Chris, regular season then? Chris Schneider talking about uh, the Monday Night Football curse. He said, Daryl Stingley, Joe Theismann, Napoleon McCollum, injuries all occurred on Monday Night Football. Daryl Stingley was a preseason game. Are you sure that was Monday Night Football? Uh, Theismann and Napoleon McCollum absolutely were. Uh, Scotty B726, Saints game wasn't boring if you had it, if you had the Saints and Survivor like I did. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, that Absolutely. was a sweat then for you. <laughs> Get them out of the way. And I just want to do this because Justin Follow Vison is doing shtick now. He goes, uh, I never saw your new studio before today. I'm uh, usually audio only. And then he has three different tweets where he has punchlines. He says, it looks like Matthew Broderick could uh, shut it down with a game of tic-tac-toe. And he said, uh, next one, whoever put you there must have had Talia Tagovailoa for that Heisman. And the third one, it must be cool to work on the set of Leprechaun 4 in space. <laughs> you guys are doing shtick. Oh, and uh, J.D., uh, has uh, learned from Daytime Degenerate that we gave him a shout, and now people over there at the Discord are all asking each other, did he give me a shout? <laughs> no, I only gave JD a shout because he was the only person in the article. In the article. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. sorry about that. Uh, the next, next time, uh, give us a shout beforehand. Maybe we'll drive down to Arizona. <laughs> bi bi yeah, exactly. <laughs> Biggest thing in sports. No kidding. Biggest thing in sports today, 
American sports, of course, North American, is baseball. Roughly 12 games left in the Major League season. Uh, obviously, that is not uniform. But in the National League, it's 12 or 11, quite frankly, 13 for the Dodgers. If that is, you know, if football is what dominates the weekend, today it's all about baseball. A two-game set between the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks and the San Francisco Giants begins tonight. And boy, oh boy, I'll tell you, this is, this is all about tiebreakers tonight. First of all, if you look at the race for the final, I was going to say for the final wild card position, but now after the Chicago Cubs have lost five baseball games in a row, they have fallen into this NL wild card picture. So in other words, two, sp two spots still available. Uh, number two, fly down. Number two and number three positions in the <laughs> National League. Hanging out for two weeks, man. Wild card. Uh, and we have a tiebreaker situation. So if the Giants, let me just go through those tiebreakers real quick uh, before we get to Jason here because they're all over the place. Right now, uh, if you look at the, uh, the standings for the wild card, right now the Diamondbacks and the Cubs each have 72 losses. Diamondbacks a half game ahead of them. Wow. The Reds have the Reds and the Marlins each have 73 losses, and the Giants have 74 losses. But when you look at tiebreakers, and that's why this two-game set is so big, if the Giants win one of these two games against the Diamondbacks, the Giants, Kelly, will then have tiebreakers over the Diamondbacks, the Reds, and the Marlins, whereas Arizona, Cincinnati, and Miami have all the tiebreakers over the Cubs, and the Cubs have the tiebreaker over San Francisco. By the way, Cincinnati and Miami have the tiebreaker over Arizona. Miami has a tiebreaker over Cincinnati. You got to know all these things because it will or could very well come down to just that. Jason Weingarten joins us now from under a cloud of smoke. You can follow him on Twitter, on Twitter at Spreadopedia. This fly is killing me. Uh, Jason, how you doing, man? How's it going? Pretty good. How's it going over there at the D? Oh, it's going very well. Very well. Uh, let me ask you a question. First of all, let's get your picks out today because I want to ask you a broader question about MVP. But what did you play today in baseball? I bet Strider over strikeouts. I'm still looking for a couple more numbers there to, to get some more down. I want to see if he can make a little late push, even though I think that uh, that ERA is going to be a little too much to overcome. <clears throat> I bet the, uh, the Rockies under two and a half runs in the team total versus Blake Snell. Another somewhat uh, Cy Young-related play, and then I laid minus 156 with my favorite team in baseball, the Miami Marlins. That's your favorite team because? Because? No, I mean, they're not my favorite team. Oh, you're they not just your ruined favorite team. My season. That's right, because you had them under the season win total. That's right. Um, yeah, although... The Pirates went over last week, so at least I'm not going to lose all my win total money there. Yeah, my, my Rangers over limped in, just got there in the end. Um, let, let me just, did you did you just suggest that you think that Spencer Strider still has a shot at this? Is that what you just hinted? Not really, but I mean, you got to at least consider him. He's he's as good as these other guys. I, I know Blake Snell's probably going to win, but like, this is just a down year for Cy Youngs in general. I'm I'm not particularly impressed with the class in either league for that matter. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think he's don't I think he's better than all of them, right? Like all the advanced stats are leaps and bounds better than all the rest. But it but it's about handicapping the voters, right? And the voters don't care about these things that we care about. I think the voters will just look at yeah. It, yeah. 
I think that's what it comes. I mean, down it's to. also it's just also just matter of factly not an advanced stats award, you know, like right. it's an award for what you've actually accomplished, not what you should have accomplished or what the stats say. That's right. You know, your your true numbers are. It's what what you did. Yeah, it's, that's that's the way awards work. That's a hundred percent right. Which is why we talk about those, you know, all the way to say early September, hoping that it will still manifest. And in the end, when it doesn't, you just have to tip your cap to a person like Blake Snell and say, dude. Uh, well, well done. You took the Astros and Dodgers back to back and you dominated them. Um, I do want to ask you about something that we, you know, we have always considered to be fait accompli, which is the, which is the American League MVP market. And based on the betting numbers, it still appears to be a done deal that it's Shohei Otani's. Are we a hundred percent sure that it's Shohei Otani's with his absence now? We're ninety something percent sure. I mean, the 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 thing with the the Rangers, like I'd like to say Corey Seager should get more consideration, but the Rangers haven't played particularly well down the stretch to really sway that argument. You know, make it make it serious. Um, but I mean, I think it just has to be some sort of conversation on the fact that the Angels didn't play a meaningful game for practically the last two months of the season. Otani's, you know, nowhere to be found at this point. He's, you know, due to injury, granted, but he's, you know, how often does an MVP win the season missing the last 25, 30 games? I think it's only happened once or twice, you know, the other uh, in history. It's only happened one or, one or two other times. But, I mean, I, I think there should be at least a conversation. Like, I love Otani. You know, I love him more than most people, but... Why are you giving him the MVP? His his at bats. I mean, every game he played in was practically meaningless. He's wasted the last six years of his career. Just absolutely wasted. Um, you know, he's going to win the MVP in a year where he misses the last twenty five games of the season uh, on on a team that probably played worse than they did last year. And now they're going to end up trading Mike Trout this off season too. It's going to be the emptiest MVP in the history of MVPs. Yeah. No, I, that's why I bring it up because I think it, it it's worth having that exchange about he'll probably win it but yes like it it there there has to be some sort of you know at least thought about that where it's like uh okay but at least you can't just gloss over it is what i'm saying uh because he's this, the greatest player yeah. we know he's the greatest player and this is still the emptiest mvp you know in the history of mvps both things can be true both things can be true and let me just say this also everybody thinks he's going to end up with the dodgers Maybe this is me being hopeful, but if you talk to anybody in San Francisco, they are convinced he is going to end up a San Francisco Giant. So we'll see how that goes. Did you see some some breaking news, by the way? The XFL and the USFL are in advanced talks to merge. I mean, that's oh, exciting to me. That, but well, I, that. I don't know how much I don't know how much other people care about that, but for me, that's you know, I love stuff like that. Now, you know what, Jason? I'm excited to hear you that's break true. that news too, because I'm okay with an, one additional football league here in the U.S. I, we don't need two. We don't need two to try to follow. So thank you for that news. I, I can get on board with that. The best part of it was the random thought. You know, that's great about Otani, but how about this? <laughs> <laughs> last, last, last thing, last thing, because we only have uh, 60 seconds left. I just want to bring up, obviously, the the playoffs are, are you know just around the corner now here, with just a, you know a couple handfuls of games left. The Braves have just kind of stopped being the Braves, right? Like if you go back, their collective team ERA is the worst in all of baseball. If you go back to early September, like they just their lead is so big, they just big, they just kind of stopped playing Braves baseball. 
is this going to inevitably haunt them in the postseason like it always seems to? You know, I heard the uh, the Dodgers announcer, Charlie Steiner, talking in the post game a couple nights ago on the radio, and he was talking about how when you clinch early, this happens a lot of times. You get opportunities to put different guys in the lineup and you know work on different things. So you can't really worry too much about the last two or three weeks of the season after a team's clinched. I wouldn't okay. worry about the Braves not looking like the Braves. I will worry about it if, if it carries over, you know, the first couple games of the playoffs. But I think they're fine. They're still the best team in baseball. Okay, we shall see. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Talk to you later. Survivor Talk on the way. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. We're back with another week of football. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code VEGAS. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Who doesn't like that? Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code Vegas. The crown is yours. We get tweets at beating the book. I've never had to filter through so many tweets as we have these last few weeks. I'll just read this one from Grissom Tweets. I'm planning on going to the D Friday morning to play slots from 7 a.m. until 9 a.m. Uh, anything else going on upstairs that I need to know about? <laughs> Jesse Welch has uh, the Saints and the Cowboys as uh, two pre-flop bets as last undefeated teams. And, uh, oh, Mike Keg, you said, Gil, how about prune juice? I was uh, going through juices, I guess, earlier. <laughs> Do you have a problem with the word juice when pluralized? It kind of grosses me out. No, no, I didn't really. Th- I No, I'm glad you brought it up no. because I, I'm like that with words, too, but that's one I hadn't really thought about before, and you're right, ju- juices. My is, mom used yeah. to say it all the time. It used to bother me. I don't know why. Prune juice, by the way. Matt Grissom, great uh, college baseball uh, guest. Oh, yes. yes. Absolutely yeah. is. We'll have to get him for the mm-hmm. World Series next year. The um, prune juice, the importance of prune juice in my life is when I uh, had a uh, appendicitis. And I came hunched over. I was a kid. I came hunched over in my parents' bedroom, and and my dad's diagnosis was, or his uh, his his sort of uh, cure for it was, you know, I'm hunched over. He's like, drink prune juice. <laughs> Didn't take care of it. 
I have to tell you, he was wrong about that. Uh, James Hoyce, Saints-Panthers game had my attention with me sweating the Panthers plus three and a half. Easy cash, never in doubt. Good for you for getting the three in the hook, though. Yeah, and I then texted that to Matt, too. I was like, your Panthers plus three and a half, easy. <laughs> Buddhist man coming up after 60 minutes except on the West Coast. Here's a picture of you, Kelly. He said, conspiracy. He wrote. Yeah, you want me to go even crazy? How we, we're not sitting here talking about aliens again somehow, Gil. They find them in Mexico. They find them in Vegas. And we're oh. just all we're all not going to care. Whatever. Are you buying into that alien? I mean, you know, things keep adding up here. I want to. That that story in Vegas still freaks me out. It's crazy. The and, body cam footage is crazy. And last one, Rich PSM. Um, last to win. Talking about the Cardinals. Are they tanking? If you watch the Cardinals-Giants game, convince me the Cards didn't give up suddenly running into the middle on first and second downs when Dobbs hit all kinds of plays, scrambled easily prior to, and just needed a field goal to win. Hey, I mean, you could say the same thing, uh, Rich PSM, about the game against Washington. I mean, it was, they were beating Washington, and I, I, was the analogy I gave, the Eddie Murphy uh, conceit, the, old, the great Eddie yeah, Murphy that's sketch? Yeah, good point. Where he's like, go ahead, <laughs> take the newspaper. <laughs> How much money do you want? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is the greatest sports radio host that has ever been. I will not debate this subject. He's the host of All Night with Todd Wright on ESPN Radio for so many years. So many other radio shows after that, but that's the one he's most known for. And now, amongst his slew of podcasts in his podcast career, uh, this might be the most exciting one of all of them. The Todd Wright Survivor Football Podcast. Todd Wright joins us now. How you doing, Todd? Good morning, Gil. I'll just say I have always heard the complaints. Well, everybody has a podcast. So, but does everybody have three different podcasts? <laughs> so I wanted to stand out. You have this obsession with Survivor. I got it sponsored. It's free for everybody, and it's a lot of fun. I love that you chose to do that. Now, it couldn't have been just me. Like, what was, you must be obsessed with it to a certain point for you to decide to do a whole podcast on it dedicated weekly. The only reason I started doing fantasy football podcasts, which is now in season eight, was because of the growth of fantasy football, now roughly played by 60 million people in the United States and Canada. I have seen the same growth, not quite to that number yet, but especially with what's going on at Circa, with conversation on VEASAN, especially from you, and in my pool that I play in here in the southeast United States, uh, I've seen it grow. I felt it was time. You, and you are correct. It is time. You are not in Circa Survivor? No, not this year? I am not this year. I'm just continuing to play in a pool based in the Southeast United States with an eye on what's going on there. And uh, I think they'll be getting my $1,000 next year, and I won't be one of the 31 who forgets to submit a pick for week one. <laughs> I know, man. It happens every week. It's unbelievable. I think seven more this past week I uh, forgot to submit. Um, who knows why? Let me just ask you, you, you brought up a point before we get into who you think you might play in Survivor this week. You brought up a great point to me via text the other day, which I've mentioned this when talking about um, survivor pools in the past, but deserves to to you know be reminded of, or, or all of us deserve to be reminded of, which is when we're looking at the big circa nationwide or people from all over the country playing in this one pool. You know, Denver ended up being the third most selected team this past weekend, the Broncos. But in your, as you called it, the regional South Florida pool, that wasn't the case. And there's a lesson in that, isn't there? Yeah, there is. And you guys talk about it a lot. On Gil, you talk about it. Your show talks about it. VEASAN talks about it. The regional bias. So 
a what what percentage Gil, would you assign that people sort of based in Las Vegas or greater Las Vegas or of those 9000 playing circus survivor this year? Oh, I don't know. That's a great question. From Las Vegas itself? Oh, that is a good question. Yeah, I never even pondered that. I'm over Six, 50%? Yes, over 50%. i am going to say 60%. You think that high? Fair enough. Oh, wow. I don't, but okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So they saw the Raiders win a, by one point over the Broncos last week, and they hear Gil, and I so enjoy this, Barry Sean Payton. Every chance Gil gets, he beats Sean Payton the way I beat loser Lovey Smith when Lovey actually is employed, which he's not right now. And they said, you know what? If the Raiders can go into Denver and beat Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, they're no good. So, uh, you know, or, or I just saw what's going on here. And, you know, based on that, you know, maybe Denver's the play against Washington. So many people, Gil including me, I was on Washington week one, sweated through the win against the Cardinals, and then they went against them in week two with Denver. The point being, in my regional pool with a lot of people in the southeast United States, only 1.2% were on Denver in week two, 10% less than were on Denver and Circus Survivor. So I think that's a regional bias. Yeah, and so the the point of that, the upshot of that being where, wherever your survivor pool might be and what corner of the country you are, keep those kinds of things in mind for game theory. If, if, it, if it is likely that most participants or a large percentage of participants are going to play Team X because of whatever regional bias, all the more incentive for you to go the other way. And by the way, by the other way, I don't mean play the opposite side. You don't have to do that in Survivor, but just play somebody else. Uh, what about this week then, though, Todd? Week three in the National Football. First of all, how many? What percentage of players are out of entries are out of your Survivor pool thus far? Uh, roughly twenty-five percent. Twenty percent went away week one, and roughly five percent went away week two. Uh, primarily on a game you called very well. You said there was an overreaction based on Seattle losing to the Rams week one, uh, and what Detroit did at Kansas City. So the, the 5% that went out were on Detroit in week two in my pool. So we have 35% out after two weeks in Circus Survivor. And if I look at the, if we look at the week three slate, obviously the biggest spread on the board is the Thursday night game, the Niners hosting the Giants. That's obviously a, uh, a candidate for some. Jacksonville is a almost a 10-point favorite, not quite, nine, nine-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Texans. Miami, uh, six-and-a-half at home against Denver, also up there. Buffalo, six-and-a-half on the road against Washington. Baltimore, north of seven at home against the Colts. The Seahawks, six-point favorites at home against Carolina. I mean, and obviously Dallas, I forgot, you know, 12 points on the road at Arizona. There, and, and Kansas City, 13 at home against Chicago. I mean, there's a ton of these. Which way are you going? Well, I'm with you. I think about half the games, depending on who you've already used and who you're saving for a particular game a few weeks down the road or beyond that, I think half the NFL schedule is in play for Survivor this week. Can I just bring up to you, Gil, since you were talking about is Arizona tanking? If you were convinced Arizona was tanking this year, you could just play anti-Arizona yeah. and potentially get to nearly Thanksgiving 
before you had to get off playing against them. Week one at Washington, week two Giants, week three Cowboys, week four at Niners, week five Cincinnati, week six at Rams, week seven at Seahawks, week eight Ravens, week nine at Browns, week 10 Atlanta, week 11 you'd have a dilemma they go to Houston. So if you're just anti-Arizona, Gil, can you ride all the way to week 11 just picking against them? You can't in Circa because you got to save the Cowboys for the, the Thanksgiving Christmas quirk. But yes, I got it. But yes, generally speaking, one of my entries is absolutely the fade Arizona entry. I'm with you there. Although, can't you play the Black Friday game at Circa Survivor, which would be Dolphins Jets? You could. You could. You just want to have as many options as possible. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So ultimately, because we got to run, ultimately you think your play will be what this week? Well, Gil, in early August, I cross-referenced the lowest estimated win totals yeah. with those teams being on the road as a seven-point favorite or longer, and or larger. And obviously, you adjust this as things go on. You, you got to give the me Jets the Jets are more in play now. Yeah, give me and, the answer because like, we got to go. Give me the answer. What is it? It's the Jaguars at home against the Texans. I like it. Todd, sorry about that. Thank you so much. Todd Wright, everybody. Coming back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.